Welcome to the Worldonomics podcast, brought to you by the UQES diversity team. Before we begin today, we would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which we are conducting this interview on, the Turrbal Jagra people. We'd like to extend this respect to the elders past, present and emerging. Hello and welcome to another episode of the UQ Economic Society World Economics podcast. Today we are joined with two of our fellow Economic Society executive members, Thomas Mitchell and Kose Stevenson, for another episode of our Student Voices segment, where we talk about our students' internship experiences over the past summer. To start with, I'm going to hand it over to Tom and Kose to introduce themselves, tell us a little bit about themselves. Yeah, g'day. I'm Tom. I'm currently in my third year of advanced finance and economics at UQ. I've just got into to netball recently. You know, I do that through work and, and through uh, ES. Uh, I learn Chinese and I'm a bit of a keen traveler myself, having been overseas a few times in the past year. Awesome. I'm Kose. I'm a third year university student. Moved here to Australia from Japan when I was about five years old. So gone to live in two distinct cultures at a young age. In my free time, I like playing soccer, taking the dog out for a walk, and um, just meeting my friends out in the pub to watch the footy. Very nice. I feel like I know you two so much better already. So why don't we start by just talking about your uni experience. What do you study and what year of study are you entering into in 2023? And why did you choose those degrees in the first place? Yeah, so I'm in my third year of, of BAFE. Uh, at UQ, so um, what made me choose to study it? Yeah, look, BAFE wasn't always like, that wasn't what I wanted to do after high school. It was my first passion. I was always pretty like set down that medicine route, had done the UCAT, had the interviews, so I wasn't off to a place. And I thought, you know, I may as well try this for a, a semester or a year. And if it wasn't my cup of tea, I could always move back into to something more health related. But you know, to my surprise, I ended up really enjoying the degree being able to work on like my presentation, my communication and teamwork skills, whereas I felt more in that, that kind of science area. It, it was a bit more like learning for the sake of learning. And yeah, it was an interesting time to start in 2021 with so many of our classes being online and kind of being a, a bit hodgepodge depending on the class. But, you know, it's good to see this year that all our classes are pretty much moving back in person and you're seeing so many more students on the campus and particularly the return of international students. So the campus definitely, definitely feels like a lot more lively. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, thanks, Tom. I'm quite in a similar boat to Tom in that I was going down the STEM path in high school instead, just because my dad was an engineer and he's always been pressuring me to go into engineering since high school. But yeah, no, I'd studied economics in high school and I really enjoyed learning about how economics is like deeply intertwined with the decisions that we make financial markets and policy as well. So it's something that I wanted to pursue going into uni. And on top of that, given uh, the macroeconomic conditions at the time, I just thought, you know, because the economy is so bad, it'll be a great opportunity to learn about it. And at the time when I started university, there was so much volatility in the economy and there were so many facets that I could learn about. So that's something that I wanted to study going into the future. And yeah, I definitely wanted to study at UQ just because of uh, the culture at uni. There's many uni events, uni societies that I could join. So that's essentially why I decided to study at UQ and especially finance and economics. Cool. So you two both did your internships over the summer at the same place, both at Boeing. Kose, why don't you start us off? What did you do in Boeing for your summer internship? Yep. So sure thing. So 
Tom and I worked in the finance function for Boeing Defence Australia. Boeing Defence is usually thought of as an engineering only company, but I guarantee you we do have a finance function, although it's small. So essentially worked on the finance function of Boeing and then within that function we worked on different projects and programs. So I worked in the MQ-28 program, which looks at creating autonomous uncrewed air vehicles for the Commonwealth of Australia. It's a very interesting program to work with. It's relatively new within the Boeing business. It was a very high-paced kind of work environment, which I really enjoyed. I thought it complemented well with the overall relaxed nature of the Boeing work culture. But in terms of specific day-to-day tasks, I'd say that I was majority working on project financing and accounting tasks, balance sheet reconciliations for month end, revenue and cost forecasting and stuff like that. Yeah, pretty similar boat. I was in the finance team for Boeing's commercial derivative aircraft division, more specifically their wedge tails. So what that looks at is converting old 737, so kind of the planes you travel on from like Brisbane to Sydney and, and refitting them to become military radar detection jets. And within that, we split off and kind of, we have quite a large Australian contract and there's a finance intern for that that looks after the Australian contract. And then there's our international programs and that involves our contracts with the UK, Korea and Turkey. And we've recently signed quite a a significant one with the United States. So being able to, to work in a team that works so closely with the military of the UK, Korea and Turkey is not somewhere I thought I'd I'd be at the end of my second year, but it's been a really good introduction to defense and to defense industry. And yeah, my daily tasks are are quite similar to Kosei's, a lot around forecasting, transaction reports, get to do the the, the presentation here and there and a few reconciliations. So yeah, definitely helped broaden my financial knowledge. Sounds very interesting. You wouldn't think there'd be finance positions in the defense industry to that extent, but it's pretty cool. Why don't you start by just giving us sort of a day in the life, a regular day in the life of you at your internship over the summer? Chris, why don't you start? Yeah, so day in the life, I'd wake up around six o'clock, grab a cup of coffee, read up on the financial news, read up on any Boeing news that I could get my hands on as well, get ready for work, get dressed, stuff like that, and then leave for work at around seven o'clock so that I'm into the office at 7.30, and then from there, 7.30, I'd usually catch up on any, any emails that I missed from the past day. And then after that, I'd usually have a catch up with my uh, buddy. So a buddy was like, like an analyst that we were assigned throughout the internship, just to kind of guide us through the program and the work that we'd be doing. So I'd catch up with my buddy for a brief moment, talk about the day ahead. And then I'd have a bigger catch up with my overall team to talk about any outstanding things that are due or any deliverables for the day or the week ahead. And then after that, I do some of the personal tasks that I was assigned to for that day. Usually get it done around three quarters of the day. And then the last quarter was usually dedicated to my intern project. So each Boeing intern was given an intern project with um, several other interns as well. And yeah, within that internship program, I worked at delivering roadshows that looked at addressing the well-being and culture within the Boeing finance function. So I got to work on that with two other interns. And we essentially, yeah, reached out to finance leadership executives, talked to them about how we could go about doing it and talking to them about the initiatives and strategies that they had for well-being and culture. So yeah, that's a rough day to day for me. Yeah, for me, I wake up a little later than him, but I get into the, the office a bit earlier. Yeah, so it starts off with usually, so my team, uh, 
on the days that they're in the office, we'll go kind of start the morning out with a, with a meeting, usually on a Monday morning, kind of discussing, you know, how our deliverables are going, our availability and, you know, what we need to, to look at for the week ahead. After that, we'll go grab a coffee at one of the places downstairs. From there, I usually have to come up and deliver our transaction reports for, for our UK, Korean and Turkish programs before lunchtime in order for them uh, so that when they wake up, they have these access to them. The program managers can go out and discuss with, with the defense clients and, and our team, you know, how we're tracking. From there in the afternoon, it might be more focusing around our other finance tasks. And yeah, I'll usually finish off the day if I have a bit of spare time. I'm currently in the process of, of learning how to kind of move some of those transaction reports, trying to automate them using Power Query and Excel. So I'm trying to yeah, keep getting my head around that. And then hopefully throughout the year, I'll, I'll start implementing that on a few of our bigger projects because some of our transaction reports have just hundreds of thousands of rows of data. And whenever you try and like make a pivot table with them, it'll just... It'll just take ages to load and you'll crash the system and someone else might be on it. You just, there's always something that goes wrong. So currently in the, in the process of trying to see if we can remove some of that and make it a bit more efficient. And then during the internship, I also, like Kose mentioned, had the opportunity to work on an intern project. Uh, mine focused more on improving our talent attraction and retention for Boeing Defence Australia finance and contracts employees. So over the course of 10 weeks, we, we spoke with a whole bunch of finance and contracts employees across the company, not only in Brisbane, but also are those based out at Amberley or Williamtown, Natalie. And from there, we created career roadmaps for, for employees because there was a key theme of, you know, employees want to know where they need to go next and how they need to get there. So that was kind of our main deliverable over, over the task. And yeah, that really allowed me a lot of face time with employees I may, might not have spoken with, especially the ones that weren't in the Brisbane office. So yeah, I found that to be a really exciting element and definitely was very busy across the whole internship. Okay. You both have mentioned in that little day in the life, your daily coffee. So what's the best coffee place to go to in the city? Do you want to get us started with this one, Tom? I like the one directly below mm-hmm. my office. It's called Little Luca. The coffee isn't actually that good. Like it's very milky. I get like a, a latte or an iced latte, kind of depending on the day. And yeah, it's not particularly strong. It's yeah, it's quite milky, but you can get like a deal with like a club muffin. Right. There. <laughs> yeah. So it's like ten dollars for like any like size coffee and like just a, a muffin with like egg, bacon and, and a hash brown on it. Yeah. It's kinda yeah, and a sauce. And like that's just such an easy like pick me up. When I'm, I'm starting the day, and yeah, it's definitely like deal. a highlight of my morning. Like when I think <laughs> of the club muffin, I'm like, oh, it's gonna be a good day today. It's definitely a good start to the morning, and it's usually the, one of the reasons why we want to go into the <laughs> office as well. The um, club muffin, yeah, the club muffin is so good there. But for those listening, it's at one two three Albert Street on the ground floor. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Little Luca. Um, well, Luca's gonna be popping off yeah. with Hopefully, customers hey, now. They, they might have, have to, to rise the price of the club muffin. Yeah. Yeah. I have to like reserve my club muffin ahead of like <laughs> call in advance but maybe think... you can get out what do they call it you know when you're an influencer and you get the discount code the black card yeah mm. <laughs> no, I we should have got them for ready deals for sure True. Yeah. yeah next there's always next year yeah but for myself i'd have to go with espresso engine up on charlotte street next to pancake manor in a little alleyway it's a little bit suspect but it's a very good coffee store. The vibe's nice there. The coffee's great and the employees are really nice. And they also have a loyalty card as well. So every 10 coffees, you get a free one. 
So that's also another reason why Tom and I purposely go out to get caffeinated every morning. So, mm. yeah. Fair enough. Spend more money to save a bit of money that yeah, maybe you wouldn't exactly. have spent in the first place. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. So you've told us about your internship. What do you think the best part of working at Boeing has been? I'll start with this one. I think the best part about working at Boeing has been just working with like a diverse range of students. I think we had a lot of students from all kinds of universities and all kinds of degrees. And although we didn't work with them on a day-to-day basis, in the events where we did get to like mingle with them and chat with them, got a lot of I've got a, plenty of insights about what, who they are, what kind of work they do, and what kind of things they do outside of uni and work as well. So it's a really great opportunity to meet the hundreds of interns that interned at Boeing. So highlight for me. And for me, highlight has been having the opportunity to work for such a global company, especially like in the team I work in, the fact that you know, I get to help out on projects that span Asia, the Middle East, and Europe is something really exciting and definitely something that's just so unique and something I, I really didn't think I'd be working on. So th- that aspect of, of the company is really, really appealing to me. And then, yeah, as, as Kose mentioned, the, the intern program itself was structured really well. They gave a lot of opportunities for, for learning and development and, yeah, a great social scene as well run by, by the intern committee. Also, just I'm in a great team who are, who are really passionate about what they do and have really helped me kind of build build my skills so that all sounds awesome but what was the hardest learning curve of this internship experience for you two yeah i'd say the heart the biggest learning curve in the internship was definitely getting used to excel i think throughout university although you you do have your fair share of experiences with excel the sheer quantity of data that you find at boeing just forces you to use a lot of excel and skills like data cleaning data analysis and data visualization. So I think getting that early exposure to those kind of the tools and skills has been the biggest learning curve, but also the most worthwhile things to learn about. Yeah, pretty similar for me. Data analytics is a really big part of the finance functions at Boeing and getting across all the different tools that we use in order to, to produce different reports for different clients is, um, it was definitely a, a, a steep learning curve. Another one for me is there are so many acronyms uh, in the firm. For sure. And still, like, there's a lot of different terms. That I just, it's like you need a dictionary. I, and yeah, no, they, they do. It's like yeah. they have an online, like, web dictionary. Really? But there's, like, you'll surge it up and then there'll be, like, th- four different answers for the same acronym and you'll be like, that really didn't help. <laughs> so, yeah, there's definitely a, a steep learning curve at the start while trying to get your head around how, the, uh, how like, the finance capabilities of a defence firm work. But there's plenty of opportunities for you to learn and, and they give you plenty of support in, in upskilling. Cool. So I know both of you are still working at Boeing now, past the term of your internship. Has the experience over the summer and continuing to now guided how you feel about what you're going to do once you graduate? Do you think it's changed your perspective on what you're going to do? When you started uni, what did you think you were going to be doing when you graduated? And then now after your internship experience, has that changed? Yeah, Going down kind of like the in-house route and um, you know working within the, the finance functions of, of a company wasn't always you know what I, I thought I may be doing. You know it's not particularly advertised in my degree as, as being an option. It's you know usually like you know, the high finance, the banking, or like the consulting and working on a lot of different projects. So being able to go into a company and be attached to to one project and really get to know the ins and outs of it has been a really great opportunity to 
further my skills. It's rather than kind of hopping on different projects kind of here, here and there, especially as an intern, you know, providing support where needed, you get to sit within a project, within a team that have its obligations and know it inside and out. So I found that to be a really great opportunity to, to learn, to learn the data analytics skills, learn the Excel skills and the modeling skills really, really well and, and, and gain a proficiency rather than just like doing things here and there and, and not, you know, jack of all trades, master of none. So that, that element of it has really kind of changed my perspective on, you know, where, where I might end up in after I graduate. So yeah, I still have a couple of years left, but I'm, I'm really enjoying what I'm doing now. And it's definitely something I, I am strongly considering doing after, after uni and, and something that I'd, I'm really keen on keeping involved with. Yeah, I think I speak for a lot of university students in that I went into university having no idea what I wanted to do for work. And so I think going into like many different internships and just keeping your mind open to different experiences and skills that you get out of them, it's a really important thing. And that's kind of something that I've been living by. Hence why I took this interesting internship at Boeing, kind of working in the back office, like what Tom said. I think with that being said, though, getting this experience early on will allow me to see what I don't like and what I do like and eventually pick out what I do want to do in the future. Cool. So, I mean, you've both mentioned that the social experience at Boeing has been kind of a real peak of your time there. Can you give a few examples of the social experiences that Boeing provided? Do you think you came out with strong connections from your internship experience? Yeah, um... It's, it's definitely, I guess, also a consequence of working there at the Christmas time. It's like, you know, you work there for two weeks and you go to their Christmas party and, you know, all the different specific teams and, and, and you get to see a really jovial and social side of the, the team. But I still felt like I was getting quite an authentic experience for, for the culture that, that is at Boeing. And I'd heard so much about during both the application process and, and speaking with employees. And I found people to be really focused, you know, they... So celebrating its co- their collective successes, they, they embrace collaboration, and they also place a lot of importance on and humility and, and respect. So that element I found figured out really early on, and is something that I still continue to see to this day. It certainly hasn't worn off since I finished the internship. You know, like they give you this, you, you see this the company through through you know, rose tinted glasses, and then they dump you and stuff that you do not want to do. It's remained really consistent throughout the the entire internship. Yeah, on that social events, you know, we'll do like trivia or we'll go out for, for drinks after work. You know, we had one trivia, our team came third in. One of the other interns, uh, she has the prize and she knows who she is. Still and haven't gotten it, by yeah, the way. Yeah, we still haven't gotten our share. So I if you're listening to this, you watch out. Watch your back. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that element, there was always something to go on like every week. So yeah, you ended up having to, getting to the point of like choosing like, should I go to this or, you know, like... Actually, yeah, there's one nearly like every day, you know, yeah. you have to start prioritizing. Like there um, was one, at one point, there was one every Friday, I think, every week. Yeah. And then sometimes during a Wednesday as well. Yeah. So it was pretty hectic. But I think Tom's mainly covered off the exciting stuff. But I just wanted to go back on Tom's point about how the social aspect of work doesn't fade away. Even after the internship, I still catch up with my team and go out for drinks with them once a month, every Thursday, on a Thursday, sorry. And yeah, it's something that's uh, very good about Boeing. 
if we want to find Boeing secret drinks on Thursday night, where are you every once a month on a Thursday, Kose, for secret Boeing drinks? Look, uh, we change it up every month <laughs> just because we have like a little list to choose from and, you know, the employees within that program vote for it. You need defence clearance. To yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, baseline <laughs> clearance for that, which may take you, give or take, four months. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, you'll probably catch me at Stockies or something like that. Yeah, fair. And you'll find Tom at Buffalo Bar. Oh, or you'll catch me with my team at like hot pot on a Monday lunch. That's, right. that's, 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 yeah, that's, that's a good spot yeah. to start the week. Mm. It's like right next to like Queen Street bus station. Yeah, we'll authentic. Like, yeah, no, it's yeah, and spicy. Mm-hmm. So just to round out our conversation, you two are both on the Economic Society. Tom, you are a officer on the publications mm. portfolio and Kose is our director of sport and culture. Can you just tell us a little bit about what you do in the Economic Society and how your position in the Economic Society helped you in the recruitment process, I guess, for this internship? Yep. So like Eleanor said, I'm the Sports and Culture Director for UQES and I'm part of the social portfolio, but my additional roles include organising the social sport for the exec team and organising team building events for the exec as well. I think in terms of the skills that I got from being in the part of the society, I think attending most of these ES events have allowed me to build my confidence in meeting new people and talking to professionals as well. So I think those kind of networking skills have been essential in me securing a job over the summer. Yeah, for me, I'm publications officer, just started in November. So yeah, main tasks is to assist our, our VP with our publications tasks. So, you know, that can be out this month in economics writing blogs, our careers guide, and our other guides around that. So, you know, we tend to have periods that are really hectic and then some, you know, where we're um, thinking of new ideas and kind of building stuff for later on. So, yeah, we're always really busy and we get to work on such a different array of tasks, more serious stuff, more lighthearted stuff. So, yeah, stay tuned for for our uh, blog on the ball and, yeah, the blogs that each of us write kind of once a month. And I would say... A big part of how ES has, has helped that kind of employability aspect is it really has built my, my written and verbal communication skills, being able to work in a team, meeting tasks and having to be creative and, and think of new ideas are all qualities that are really important in the workplace and, and definitely helped me start at Boeing. And even being on ES itself and being actively engaged with it, I heard about the internship program through ES events. So it was through first like a careers and coffee event that we had that was in the first year of uni and then at the careers and cocktails event in my second year and so I already had a chat to one of the managers at that careers and coffee thing and then you know he recognized who I was when we spoke the careers and cocktails and that was definitely quite a an interesting quality in the firm and already like gone you know that's something I should do at the end of the year and something yeah it was a, a really valuable characteristic so yeah definitely biggest piece of advice is to get involved you know, try and get involved on our on our exec and, and helping one of any of our different portfolios. There's so much out there. Whatever interests you have, you can pursue it on the society. And yeah, it, it's been a, a real a real help. And also follow us on social media so that you stay up to date to, with job application openings. Specifically on Facebook, that's mm, where all yeah. the good event pages are. Yeah. So that's the place to be. The Instagram's more for time. good fun and takeovers. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you two so much for speaking to us today. I'm sure people are going to gain a lot of really interesting insights into maybe their future careers at Boeing from what you guys have said. So thank you so much. And I hope Social Netball is a success tonight. 
Yeah, thanks for having us, Eleanor, and all the best to your team as well. Yeah, thanks, Eleanor. <laughs>